Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Joining me for the conversation today, glad to welcome back Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office, Kathleen McNamara. Kathleen, good morning. Welcome back. Looking forward to our conversation. Good morning, Dan, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, Kathleen, I know you're joining our listeners, our clients, to talk about the recent municipal market guide, the title, New York's Relative Value Opportunities. We'll get into the meaning of that a bit later in the conversation, though. Want to maybe begin, Kathleen, by checking in on muni market performance. Now, within the guide, you do mention how the muni rally, which investors experienced at the beginning of 2023, has begun to cool off a bit. So what do you attribute that shift in performance to? That's right, Dan. The muni bond market was off to a very strong start in the first month of the year. As a point of reference, the sector gained 3.1% in total return before reversing course in February. Over the last month, munis witnessed losses of 2.4%. Those losses did closely align with those posted by an index of U.S. Treasury securities. Um, keep in mind that markets rarely go up or down in a straight line without witnessing bouts of volatility. This past month's reversal in sentiment is no exception. In this instance, we attribute the weaker market tone in munis to indications that inflation is not falling as quickly as expected, while the U.S. labor market remains very tight. As a consequence, the Fed is likely to pursue a tight monetary policy. That was the reason for the uh, weaker market tone. So, Kathleen, as I was reading through the report, I picked up on mini bond mutual funds, and I recall a trend we spoke about earlier in the year, how we have seen flows into mini bond mutual funds, though as rates have begun to climb once again, how has that impacted fund flows, Kathleen? We attribute this behavior in large part to investor anxiety that rates will continue to rise. Inflows to muni mutual funds had peaked toward the end of January, but they have been decelerating over the past four weeks. And I do anticipate that the next weekly fund data release expected out later today on March 1st is likely going to show a net cash outflow. So Kathleen, on a going forward basis, if we take a look at your near-term outlook, what are your performance expectations for munis from here? Sure, Dan, I'm happy to. In the near term, we do believe that munis have some room to cheapen a bit further, and that's pretty much because we expect the pace of new issuance to accelerate in the March-April timeframe. Bear in mind that the muni market is very much a supply-driven market. When supply ticks up based on seasonal trends, valuations tend to cheapen and vice versa. At the same time, all eyes will be on the Fed. The FOMC meets again on March 21st and March 22nd, And there is little to suggest that the new data in the interim will persuade the Fed that an easier monetary policy is appropriate. Therefore, additional short-term rate hikes are likely. Although muni to Treasury yield ratios at the front part of the curve have increased from very rich levels seen last month, they are still considered expensive compared to their longer-term historical averages. This suggests to us that we could see some further yield adjustments, particularly on short-dated munis in the near term. So with respect to positioning within munis at the moment, Kathleen, as is done on a monthly basis within the guide, you do take a few moments to highlight some portfolio themes. Can you cite a few of those themes for us? Uh, Sure, Dan. I'm happy to. From our report this month, I'll highlight two muni portfolio themes for investors to now consider. The first theme that we talk about is to monitor supply trends for better entry points. 
Over the past month, AAA benchmark muni yields have increased all along the curve, with the largest adjustments occurring at the front portion of the curve. But despite headwinds, we do think that the yields remain appealing for investors seeking tax-exempt income opportunities without sacrificing credit quality. As a point of reference, AA munis at the two-year spot now sit at roughly 3%, while the yield on longer-dated high-quality munis is closer to 4%. The second theme that we discuss in this month's report is with respect to credit quality. We continue to favor investment-grade munis in the higher-quality sectors rather than lower-rated high-yield munis at current spread levels. Electric utilities, state governments, and essential service water and sewer bonds make that list. Well, thank you, Kathleen, for citing those, too. I will encourage our listeners to get a copy of the Muni Market Guide to read further into this month's Portfolio Themes features. So as we begin to close out, Kathleen, maybe we can circle back on the title of this month's Municipal Market Guide, and this turns focus to the Spotlight article for this month. Within you do talk about the resiliency of the City of New York. This post, the height of the pandemic and how investors can benefit from the city's recovery. It was an interesting read. So what can you share with us from the spotlight? Uh, Sure, Dan. I'm happy to discuss. I mean, in our spotlight article, we discussed that although New York faces plenty of challenges, including the depletion of federal fiscal stimulus funds, the city has exhibited remarkable resilience in the wake of the global pandemic. In fact, following the release of our municipal market guide, the city of New York received a one-notch credit rating upgrade to AA from AA- minus previously from Fitch Ratings, as an example. In our report, we talk about the fact that some credits, such as the MTA's transportation revenue bonds, are susceptible to weakness stemming from the evolution of hybrid work schedules and should be monitored closely. Other credits have demonstrated that they have ample debt service coverage, and that makes them better candidates for conservative investors. We're inclined to believe, as we said in last year's Future of New York report, that it's important to distinguish among the various New York obligors because credit quality can vary significantly. We encourage our Muni research followers to refer to our report for guidance in building and reviewing New York-based municipal portfolios and also to be able to identify relative value among the various obligors that we discuss in the report. Well, Kathleen, as always, thank you for dropping by top of the morning to keep our listeners, our clients informed on what's driving mini market performance, speaking a bit there to positioning as well. Again, I do want to point out the publication which Kathleen has been making reference to during our conversation today, that being the Municipal Market Guide, the title New York's Relative Value Opportunities. The publication is now available up on UBS.com slash CIO for everyone's reference for clients of UBS. We do encourage you to reach out to your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the guide directly. Though again, today we've been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Thank you again, Kathleen. Appreciate it as always. Thanks so much, Dan, and have a great day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 